Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the last episode of the 2023 season for the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. I am the co-host, long forgotten name Josh, along with co-host Ethan, Ryan, and special guest, our very first champion and ninth place finisher this year. Very much so former. Very much so former (laughs) champion. Had to bring it up. Couldn't be more former champion if he tried. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Oh my god. That's all good. It's all good. We love oh, you. Man. Yeah. We love you. At least you could th- at least be a better quarterback than Jaron Hall. And <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we're yeah. gonna basically go in r- real quick. We have a winner to announce for our Dynasty Junkies League. Drum roll, everybody. Ryan won. I hate to say it, but pretty convincing margin it was like 172 to 150 something like that and that's with uh, my quarterback going negative yeah yeah no jaron jaron hall just did not have a good day uh-huh. yesterday he just didn't go negative 20 to josh's disappointment yep. yeah I, look look he hit he hit like the fumble and i'm like yes negative 22 <laughs> points to go <laughs> I was, go baby i was carried into this this week by Brees Hall and C.D. Lamb, they absolutely destroyed with a combined like seventy three points. I will, I like, will tell you, C.D. Lamb's ninety two yard touchdown points. is what I started mentally preparing. I don't think this is going to end well. Yeah. yeah, and see, exactly. I I started celebrating. I was like, oh my gosh, I might actually have a chance because I was going into this week like, great. Well, he, he is like says that, but like he had Amon Ra. On Thursday, too, who put up 25. I know. Oh, yeah. No, but I was that, that but was, I was going kicker. into this week, but I First was going time. into this week going, oh, crap. Like, like before the games are started, I'm like, oh, great. I'm just glad to be here because, like, I'm going up against the 12 and 2 team in like Josh's yeah. team. The 12 and, and he's two. like, yeah. he's been absolutely dominant all year. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yep. sitting there going, great. All right, I, second fiddle. That's all right with me. Like I'll be fine as long as I made it to the championship, made it out of the first round. Even I'm fine. But to be able to win against Josh was awesome. Like I'm, but you know, I'm so proud of my team. But you know, I gotta say, what CD Lamb did in that game is probably just the evidence of how this whole season went. You had a guy. Yeah who nobody would be able to say he was going to put up 40-plus points in one single game. Now, well, can he do Detroit it? Yes. Too. Right. Yeah. Can he do it? We all know he can do it. Was it a normal thing to do? No. And all of no. a sudden, against Richter, he just explodes on the scene. And even, just like we already said, with your quarterback literally – your quarterback showed up with the game without any pads on. I mean, that's basically what it came back to. Yeah. And yet you still won the game. I mean, that's just yeah. who would have ever thought. Yeah. I was really surprised by it. And especially with Lamar's Jack or Lamar Jackson's 40 point game. You, you had me sweating. Like that, that was, the I, I was like, for me. Oh I was, my gosh. That's where I was just like, okay, I really just need as we lose Paul for a second, I I just uh, needed Kelsey to do something. Yeah, nope. and then it just went completely downhill, and it's just like, yeah. uh, 
Nope. But yeah, I was surprised. He doesn't do much of anything fun anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's... I was surprised by Kelsey. Like I, I was expecting I him to to even the score. My my entire thing was like literally like Lamar and CD kind of canceled each other out. It it was Camara, Alave, and Kelsey tanked. Basically yeah, did yeah. cardio. Well, minus Camara because yeah. he got hurt. And yeah. that's to me that's where just the the difference was. But well, I mean, and, the, and with CMC, with CMC oh, that, getting benched, don't get me started. I when yeah, I saw that was when crazy. I saw Mid- Elijah Mitchell in running the ball, I was like, "No way!" Did I like, just win? No way! Did I just? Did, did no, just I saw happen? I saw like, Elijah oh Mitchell touchdown, and I went. Oh no! This actually just yeah. happened, and then yeah. not even on top of that, I totally forgot AJ Brown getting vultured by a uh, Julio Jones. So that's yeah, twice, 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 and I'm just like, <laughs> and then right, this Dallas, and yeah, that's where it's just like you know what the the process I still think was right. It's just everything backfired at the very yeah. worst time possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's. I, Nothing I, I can do about that, unfortunately. I can go twenty-four and four for two years now with zero champions championships to show for it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, that, that's yeah. my that's that's my frustration going into the offseason. Honestly, I gotta that's say, Josh, Josh, I want to say this. I think Not you're it. um you're a major contender next year with all of the draft picks that you have this offseason. You are you are still like the front runner, even though, like I won. You're you're still the front runner for next year because this is your it's team is solid. At the end, man. Like I guess yeah. to start transitioning out of like Ryan's the champion. You nobody likes it. Nobody's happy about it. Um, well, somebody's into, happy like about it. into what happened this season, but like it it was literally just about who got hot at the end, and because like if if you would have told Ryan. Hey Ryan, you're not gonna have. First of all, hey Ryan, you're gonna be in the championship. He would have cried because he's yeah, a right. big loving baby. But second of all, if you had told Ryan, hey bud, Brees Hall and C.D. Lamb are gonna combine for seventy something points and win right. you the championship, yep. he would have told you you're crazy because C.D. Lamb yeah, and Brees Hall won, especially because it was a liability for the first yeah. for the entirety of the like. I don't know, first eight weeks of the season, they were a liability. Yeah. And honestly, like I did not see Brees Hall doing what he did. That I for the last two I was weeks. so surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I the, will say that's two weeks. I mean, we'll go with, with the takeaways no eventually. Rod- that's my shocker, is that he's uh, to me, he's winning despite what he <laughs> despite everything else going on with that team. Yeah. And it's well, just guys, like, wow, he if is you look producing. at Brees Hall. Brees Hall, in two weeks, he has 26 targets or 25 yeah. targets, which is right. ridiculous. So, but when, you, but when you look at everything, well, just allow this to be a glimpse into how the NFL season has gone. Um, I, I've already told Ryan twice. The Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs with Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah the that's fair. There's the Flacco the fl- the yeah, Flacco Yeah. Yes. And and I'm telling you, he's falling game and taking him to the playoffs. Ex- here's the thing. Yeah. All Flacco for that team, all Flacco has to do is manage the ball, which he can do. We all know that. They've got a great running game. 
They've got a great defense, and they're going to do some damage in the playoffs. And that's the way it's going to go. And the, the, but that's the season. That's how crazy they're doing this that thing is without made. their top three tackles. And like they, they're injured. Right. They're yeah. so injured. Like yeah. the AFC, especially this year, has just been war of attrition to where it's like if you're the healthiest, you're going to be okay. Because right. everyone else is just like dive bombed uh, due to injuries right. this year. Right. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny that Baltimore won the war of attrition, just more yeah. ironically than anything. Look, look we paid yeah. for it for three years. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I really think, I really think at this point, J.K. Dobbins is out. I out like Correct. out out. Yeah. Uh, he's not yeah. coming back. Because he is he shouldn't like honestly for him and his health, like he should just go the Andrew Luck way out of like yeah. As I'm, I can't, he's, I can't get yeah. injured. Next I mean, he's been he's been yeah. injured more than he's actually played in his career. Yeah, essentially, like that's like, that's serious what injuries, like and it's like, serious, yeah. ACL, MCL, like yeah, yeah. But I do say like Baltimore could be could be. Picking up a, a good running, a top running back. This Josh, year. Josh, Jacob, Josh Jacobs. So Josh Jacobs is a legitimate oh, option. There's just no yeah, cap space. So yeah. that's the other issue. So to where like that's where like J.K. Dobbins on a prove it deal actually yeah. makes sense. But if for your very 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 early 2024 draft running backs, I mean, there's three that really come to mind, which is Trey Benson from Florida State, Braylon Allen from Wisconsin, which his stuff doesn't seem real. And then uh, uh, yeah. Blake Corum from Michigan and Donovan Edwards. So make that four. Yeah. And Basically, we'll... Josh is saying with his draft picks, he doesn't care who the Ravens take at running back. He's drafting that person. Yes. I don't know about that right. based on the yeah. recent that's history. Where, that's where he's going. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, so you know, speaking of that, here I was last year. You know, Ethan and I were bouncing back and forth on, okay, is he going to take Jameer? Who am I going to take back and forth? And all of a sudden, my running back does zero. Just he hasn't made an impact on the game at all. But here's Jameer tearing it up. Yep. Well, I, I mean, do Thanks, we want to start Paul. going into season not, takeaways? Because thank you, that's Paul, actually for not tempting me into sin. You're a good passer. All right. You're a very good passer. <laughs> Well, yeah. can we trans let, can we transition into our takeaways for the season? Well, yeah, yeah I was yeah. gonna say let's let's go to the well, I was gonna say let's let's go to the losers bracket. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's, do let's, okay. let's list out let's list out the top draft picks this year. Not not NFL players, but like yeah. in our league, who is going from one to ten? So um we've got Jacob, Jacob at one. Jacob, Jacob at one, Paul. Two. Two. Then we've got Tyler at three. Tyler at three. Yeah. Tyler at three. Michaela. At four. Ethan. Ash no, it's actually at five. No, wait. No, it's no, me. no, no. It's Ethan. Nope, it's it Ethan. is. Yep, it's Ethan. It, it's me, which is actually Jacob. Yeah, it's Ethan. Yeah. Caldwell. Yeah. Then Alex. No, no. No, Ashley, then Alex. Ashley, then Alex, then, then Josh, me. and yep. me. So I have the yep. last pick. In the first round of this draft, which is a bummer, but it's all right. Is it Ryan? Okay. Is it a bummer? I mean, it's the price. <laughs> it's the price I pay for being the champion. So you know, I'm willing to yeah. willing to pay it. I'm the first to be yeah. to be the first champion. Some of you pay pod, 
out of our podcast group. So I can, yeah, about time. It only took three years. Yeah, I can lord that over you guys for the next, you know, six months. Dude, you know, for every podcast episode, he's about to have the trophy in the back corner. Oh, I will. I will literally just, I will have it right Uh, here next to me. Yeah. Right in, in view. He's gonna be like the penguin from Sarasota. You guys are gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to. Veronica, you guys are gonna have to stare at it all year. You know, it'll be amazing being being the first champion. I'll actually get to see the trophy. Yep. Well, Ryan's gonna. I think we will. So we will make sure that everyone gets a hand on it because so because we're three years behind. So you get you get to actually then Ryan. Yeah, it's gonna be like the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, I just pass it yeah. around. Yeah. As long yeah, as long as I get it for for next season, that's fine. I'm yeah. fine with it. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of our our draft lineup for this upcoming year. Um, we can kind of move into our our takes for this yeah. year and just talk about. Um, for one, do we have any like overall takes for the league this year? Like how the NFL league or how the fantasy league went. Are you, are you like for our personal league or are you talking about for um, fantasy well, yeah, in general? NFL, NFL fantasy in general. Um, ooh, I got a few because as far as, I mean, I, I would like to title okay. this the 10 things that impacted your fantasy season. And I would just like to say, uh, Josh, I think guys, I have a hundred things I want to throw out really quick. So just go ahead and sit back. Uh, No, no, I will. I will limit this. I actually want to start off the first thing we started talking about that would be a very big impact. And that was running backs. Um, just because we we started off with this little running back strike in the beginning of the year with Jacobs, Barkley, Jonathan Taylor that lasted till what week seven, Ethan? Am I right on that? Oh, it sure did. <laughs> so lasted until like week seven. J.K. Dobbins is in- included in that, and yeah. then the subsequent running backs to get injured right after that. So Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, Austin yeah. Eckler, for uh, Achan, uh, Achan, Kyron Williams, Moster, and like Aaron Kamara Jones. Another. Yeah, Kamara was suspended. Mm-hmm. And it's just like man, if you could have. James Connor was hurt. Kenneth Walker yeah. was hurt. What? Yeah. yeah, and then and then that's not even talking about the players who fell off a cliff. Derek Henry, Naji. Eckler, right. Najee, yeah. especially, and yeah. then yeah. and so now it's the running back position in general is in such a weird st- like position mm-hmm. next year because your typical staples are not your typical staples, and then you have a bunch of players who are hurt or coming off injury to where you have to actually start being very nervous about it. Yeah. We thought Javante would be one person. Ryan and I were just talking about Javante, and now it's like, well, mm-hmm. now it's, if Russ is out, we're in a very weird position to where this is not, this may not look good. Yeah, and Russ we Falcons. Yeah, Sorry. we put. I mean, yeah. that's very honestly. I've been thinking that's where Russ goes. I, they, yeah, definitely could happen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, they're doing one of the three things: Justin Fields, Russ, or trading for the first overall pick. They're yeah. going to do one of those three things. I think and they're going to end up. Jaden Daniels, you are an Atlanta Falcon. Yeah. Oh, God. I, oh, I think Really? You don't like Jaden Daniels? No. No, he's a great dual threat. Dude, I am. Uh, okay, I'll give you my top five right now as far as quarterbacks. Okay. Caleb, Drake, Jaden, Michael Penix, Bonix. 
Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. I like Marcus May or not Marcus May a little bit better. Yeah, that's that's fair. I just think he just goes earlier if y'all don't get the first pick. Right, man. Yeah. Yeah, Marcus May, incredible okay. safety. But how do y'all so, how do y'all feel about overall, running backs before? Yeah. Running backs? Well, I this kind of goes into my personal um uh, like for my team takeaway, but I I kind of felt like I had underachieving running backs this year. Like I feel like overall everyone the running yeah. back position, yeah. the running back position was a little devalued this year. And yeah. and the wide receiver position was very yeah. valuable. It was right? it, Yeah. But so, I wanted I wanted to say though like that interestingly me, oh. but I wanted to just say interestingly though, remember back in July and August that there was lots of talk going on about how running backs were not making a lot of money. Yeah. And there was this big push and Henry was going to, he's going to hold out for this and that and the other. And then just like that, everything just, like you said, fell off a cliff. And it, I think it's going to be very interesting going into this next season. You're going to see a, I think you're going to see a devaluing of the running back position, which is okay because as you guys know, from year to year, it goes from pass happy to run happy back and forth. And I think oh, you'll yeah. see that pendulum shift back yeah. to the running back position and everybody will be pouring into it. And then the yeah. whole thing starts over again. Yeah. Will, and, yeah. you know, I, cause in, in my, on my team, I had six running backs that were considered before this year, highly valuable. Well, and one, one wasn't entirely valuable, but he was, he was worth a start. And that was Mostert, Brees, Pollard, Javante, Singletary, and Ramondre. Yep. Out that was of, a good crew. Good crew. Out of the whole – and I was expecting big things out of this whole group. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my strongest position. I was right. expecting a lot. And I kind of sat down this morning and did the math on it. And all of those running backs, over for games, over 20 points – Brees and Pollard had seven games over 20 points out of really, Paul? 17. Yeah. Mostert had six games. Javante, mm. Singletary, and Ramondre only had three games over 20 points. And that's it. Oof. That's rough, man. Oof. And that was real rough. So, like, I, for my team, my wide receivers carried my team. Carried the yeah. life carried my That's team and that was because that. i had i had cd amon ra and jamar chase now jamar chase was in way in way but yeah. but cd lamb over 15 or under 15 points cd only had three games that was under 15 wow. points amon ra only had two games that was under 15 Ooh. points and Jamar Chase was the outlier with 10 games under 15, but he also lost Burrow for half the season. Well, yeah. And so that's also the thing that we did when we did Statathon um, in the offseason. We were like, take out, unfortunately, take out the Demar Hamlin game. If you if you just don't include that because that game was obviously for very serious reasons. If you take that game away, Jamar didn't bust like the entire the the entire year. Like he was the most consistent yeah. wide receiver you probably ever saw. And then obviously right. this year, the whole bottom fell out for that mm-hmm. team. Yeah. 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 And 
to get I, I mean I want to get to Paul's point real quick as far as running backs because like I noticed I noticed with my team that I had like I I want to say about 13 wide receivers and I'm not kidding you. I have like 13 wide mm-hmm. receivers on the team but it's always because I thought all right if I can get stable running backs they'll stay in they'll be fine it's just who do I guess at receiver and now like I I don't know if we're seeing more stable receivers or are we seeing more devalued running backs? And then, and this is like kind of quasi kind of adding to the solution slash another takeaway, but I'm not going to count it as a takeaway. I think with how many quarterbacks that got injured, right. it immediately shot running backs way back up in value. And that I think yeah. is going to be, I have no idea how teams are going to handle this. Like yeah. the Colts are going to the playoffs with Gardner Minshew at quarterback and they have a secret weapon for next year, Anthony Richardson coming in. Yeah. Kirk right. Cousins, uh, Achilles, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles. And it's, there's like, I forgot how many quarterbacks actually started this year. It's like 70 or something like that. It, yeah. It's something, it's, it's, it's something absurd. Like, if we talk about the running backs falling off a cliff, I feel like the quarterbacks fell off a cliff too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at the championship. I, I started Jaron Hall. I was I was considering starting Jake Browning in in that role. Like that's ridiculous to have a team in the championship that doesn't have a top end quarterback. Like I lost both Trevor Lawrence and, and Joe Burrow. Burrow, which I thought, you know, okay, out of two two top end quarterbacks, I'll I might lose one in the season. But I didn't think I'd lose both of them. I have like six quarterbacks on my roster right now because I was panicking in the playoffs going, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, who am I going to start? Like, I I was I was panicking. I mean, I, that's why I picked up Stidham, just to make sure that you didn't have him. And then, you know, if the rest of my team <laughs> actually did something, maybe Jaron Hall's uh, performance would have been worth something for me. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just weird because I feel like this this quarterback running back relationship is going to sh- it should be the big talking point because before all the running backs happened, I was thinking about making a video saying why well, you should draft a quarterback in the first round for redraft mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the running back stuff happened, I said, no, you got to grab your guy and go. And unfortunately, my redraft leagues, my guy, because I got stuck in the middle of the first round, I said, Austin Eckler is that guy. Ugh, oh. Bad idea. Um, but, man, I Austin, feel like. How, how many times did I tell you at the end of last season that Eckler was dead? Yeah. Look, well, I didn't believe you. And I and I stubbornly went, you know what? I'll be able to trade a midseason. And I did trade a midseason. Not as much as I probably so should have. I'm two yeah. for two, Josh. Yeah. I'm two for two. Yeah. So Cooper Cup, yeah. I was right about. And Austin Eckler, I was right about. Yeah, you, you've yeah. been two for two for there. I feel like I've been two for two on coaches. <laughs> but that's, and you, know, that... you know who it's going to be next year? Who will it be next year? Tyreek Hill. Oh, on Tyreek Hill will be next year. I can tell you, I can tell. Yes, that's that's bold. Actually, Ethan, I'm I'm with you on that one. And I will say, Ashley has already talked about moving Tyreek and Tua as a package. Interesting. I mean, that's that's a good package. I yes, I don't make your I don't necessarily like. I don't necessarily (laughs) like Tua. 
But if he's no, I'm, I'm not Tyree, doing it. I love my team. I, I'd be I'd be interested. Can you imagine having CD, Amon Ra, Jamar Chase, and and uh, Tyreek on the same team? No, I oh couldn't. If they're healthy, yeah. If, if they're healthy, yeah. If they're healthy, but yeah, yeah, that would be crazy. I know that was a, a long topic. All right, what are what are y'all's takeaways? Well, I I had kind of a takeaway. We've already kind of dipped into this um, a, a couple of weeks ago, but just talking about great tight end play this year. Yes. Um, this, yeah. yeah. I'm happy you're bringing it up. So my, my takeaway, in 2021, we only had four tight ends go over 200 points. Four tight ends, that's it. We have this year six tight ends over 200 points and nine tight ends in total go over 150 points which is crazy and all all of the top six that are over 200 are within 30 points of each other yeah which is it, crazy no way like, he actually ended up as tight end one yeah yeah Laporta i just saw, i just one. looked at it that's wow. nuts that, like that, having a rookie come in and be tight end one like yeah, that we, that that's yeah. boasts good things for him next year for you dad like yeah, that that that's awesome. Well, I would say that's it. That's a. Oh, I was gonna say, go ahead, go ahead, Josh. I was gonna say that's incredibly rare because we've what's been the tight end position in fantasy is like wait till year three, wait till year three. Yeah. Laporta, right. nah, let's let's start a training camp. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he has the physical skills and he has the prowess. I mean, we we honestly, when it came time to draft him, I went on a gut feeling. No stats, no nothing. It just, I'll be honest, this is truth. His name just sounded like that's a guy you don't want to meet in a dark alley. You know what I mean? <laughs> Laporta. That's the, that's the way I came across. Yeah. I know that sounds Paul silly, meets, but that's listen, how I take felt. Take it from an expert. No, no, take it from an expert because Paul meets lots of men. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, but look, we all should have realized something as soon as we did our little mock draft. And then Paul goes, Sam Laporta, before anyone yep. was starting to talk yeah, to him it. about first round. I, I had this yeah. feeling. I just said, this dude, there's something about him. Now, at the same time, it's it's because I was recognizing how the Lions were being set up. They had just let go of their top tight end, and they knew yep. there was a reason for that. Their formula, what they've got going on right now, dude, I'm telling you, that is a, that is a tight end, strong yeah. team. And they love yeah. to run the ball and they're old school. They're not relying on fancy stuff. And so Laporta, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to yeah. get fed the ball constantly. Yeah. Well, and, and dad, like in general, last year's draft. Yeah. Thank you, you for bringing you won. it up. You won last year's draft by far. I mean, yeah. I, all That's... of the talent that you, that you infused into your team. Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, Sam Laporta. Um, you got Tyson Spears, Bijan, yeah. and, and yeah. JSN. Honestly, yeah. if the only the only one that isn't like startable on your team are the two is Tyjay and yeah. JSN right now. But I right. guarantee you, as soon as um, Lockett is out, JSN right. is an automatic smash start, yeah. and. Same with Tyje Spears. When Henry right. eventually moves on, Tyje Spears could become 
a, a yeah. monster with what I've seen this year. Right. Like he's they, he they looks like a fe- good running back. It feels like Tennessee has their quarterback in Levis, mm-hmm. to right. be honest with you. Right, right. Yeah. They're so, confident yeah. in him. We need we need to like put your draft class in the Louvre or something like that just to because <laughs> yeah. no, I wouldn't Lord. say that. Like, what a draft class. No, no. It was it was yeah. beautiful, man. That yeah. draft it, I was not expecting. It was a Belichick it. draft. Yeah. 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 But again, again, every one of those players, guys, it's all going to be dependent upon what happens next year against again yeah. Ty J. You know, who knows? You never know. They could come into the season, they could let Henry go, and and all of a sudden you have an injury. And we're back here talking about, oh, my goodness, what happened? Now, I'll be honest. I have been very, very, very disappointed with Bijan. I have. And and it's not because of his talent level. The guy has incredible talent level. I just don't know what is going on in the Falcons' brain when you have a dual-threat guy like that. (laughs) It makes no sense. It's it's coaching. It's coaching. That's yeah. what it is. Right. So right. Well, they're I mean, trying to they're, play. They're trying to play dude perfect ball. Like they're having Kyle Pitts yeah. jock for or a block for a Johnny Smith screen. You know, right. they're having Bijan lead block for Algier on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Like they're it's, it's a coaching issue. Algier. Yeah. It's a it's a coaching issue, and that's. I think that's going to get worked out because that, like you said, that level of talent is there. He just needs to be utilized. And I think over the next year or two, I think he'll turn into an RV one, a solid like smash RV one. So one of three things is going to happen, right? Either it's going to be the same old, same old next year. And Arthur Smith is going to be fired. Yeah. Uh, Blank is going to go to Arthur Smith and say, use your first round picks or you're fired. And he'll, Again, it'll be like it was this year, or he'll get fired, or he'll actually use them. That's option two. Or option three is they're just going to let him go and bring in Ben Johnson, and then who knows what it, that option turns into. Like, but, to right. be honest with you, it's Ben Johnson or no one else, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's feeling... getting rid of Arthur Smith, it's Ben Johnson or no one else. Yeah, because – And I don't know who else would Ben Johnson want to go to. He He's not going to want to go to the Patriots. The Patriots suck. Yeah, right. Team, yeah. St- team still in rebuilding. Like they're still feeling the cap hits of like when they was kind of, for lack of, I mean, Be- Bill said it best when they sold their soul and won three more Super Bowls out of it. Yeah, like the right. charge. The Chargers don't have a wide receiver or as good of a defense as Atlanta. Right. Um, well, not Chargers Broncos because they don't have a first round pick, so they don't have a quarterback or wide receivers in Denver. Yep. 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 Who's he gonna want to go to if not Atlanta? Yeah. Right. Actually, right. has pieces. Yeah. And that's if they fire Arthur Smith, which, to be honest with you, I still have no idea. I can see them giving – I've – like, I kind of give this as my conspiracy theory is two years ago when they drafted Ritter, not a single quarterback was like, this is franchise altering. But I, so, I to me, it felt like a lot of teams were like, you know what, let's give it a shot. If we're a year early, fantastic. If not, we have this draft class to wait for. And yeah. I think that's what, like – I mean – Carolina didn't wait, and they kind of they kind of end up in the position they're in. I think Atlanta definitely waited. Pittsburgh, we're Mason Rudolph is starting this week. I think yeah. they're done with Pickett, so that's that's yeah. over. So now you're looking at all the teams who drafted in the 2022, right? 2022 draft, yeah, 2022. Yeah, and it's like okay, we're done. We're, we can't handle this anymore. Yeah, and so now it's 2024 when you get Caleb, Drake, May, Jaden, and like so on and so forth. So many draft 
like really good draft draftable QBs. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I think there's there's going to be an year. influx. I think there's going to be an influx of QBs next year. That's I think it's gonna. I think the QB um, market is not going to be, you know, the top three or four QBs, and then everybody else is kind of a mid tier. I think there's going to yeah. be a lot more top QBs just because of the way the league is going. I think it's going to become pass happy. Like who who would have expected Sam Howell to be a top fifteen quarterback? And I, um, I mean, who got up until benched? the last we, couple? We did. I, until we the did. last we couple said, of weeks. We said he, we no, we did. We we said he was no, going to be. We said which, no, we said right. he was going to be a good QB. But I didn't. I didn't think he was going because before, before, what week? Hold on, let me let me look at his stats. It was before week right. fourteen. He was he was producing twenty plus points a game, and was like a top ten quarterback. At one point, he was like a top five quarterback. I never, I, I never expected that. I was expecting him to be a decent quarterback, but not a top five. So, honestly, that was that was a shock to me. I would and just CJ like to Stroud, add, same with him. I would just like to add one more thing. And actually, CJ Stroud, I think, it was a perfect transition. That I don't know if anyone had rookies on their list, but yeah. uh, you're uh, Paul. You also drafted Sam Howell in this little draft class you had. Uh, well, yeah, no, he, yeah. He we, we we traded. I traded for him. Yeah, yeah. you traded. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say I thought Sam Howell was picked up or yeah, I traded like in Powell and got Dallas yeah. Goddard. Yeah. If y'all if y'all are wondering about the twenty the twenty twenty four free agent class for running backs, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, Eckler, Gus Edwards, Zeke. I think we need to start talking about, but Devin Singletary, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Deonta Foreman, so on. It's it's going to get interesting, dude. That is going to be that is going to be nuts when you have a field flooded like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. On the next, yeah, Yeah. on the next year. Honestly, like this is going to be a very interesting draft this year, depending on who who declares and who who gets picked where. Yeah, because Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams both have not declared. Yeah, but they also did play their heavily games. Con- yeah, they're heavily considering. That doesn't mean not, anything. Yeah, they're heavily considering not going on uh, he, because he because of where the top two picks are. <laughs> I mean, do we do we specifically talk about? I guess the Chicago Bears just for a little bit yeah. because I think they they have yeah. heavily impacted not only this year but they will impact next yeah. uh, next season. Yeah. So do y'all think they keep Fields? Mm-mm. No, no, I, no. I, don't, I think they're moving it, on. It really fields. does not feel like it. I th- yeah. I think they will. I I the reason why I think they will is because you can see that where he's pl- he's playing really good despite the I would say the O-line not not really there the offense not really being there as well I think if I'm the GM I'm also looking at it is do I take a once in a generation quarterback and start this process all over again or do I go and take our once in a generation wide receiver with a quarterback who's done pretty good 
and get and let and let's just kind of revamp this thing entirely all over again. Yeah, but the issue is his quarterback play has been all right, but he has not led that offense. He has not done a great job of leading that offense. Yeah, I and that's I don't think that they're going to want him on that team. He's spent what the last three years on that team and he's done a decent job, but I think it's ready. I think they're ready to move on from him just because they have not seen success under him. I mean, again, it might, might've been a coaching issue, but Eberflus, this is his first year and nothing has really second changed year, with actually. that offense or second year. Nothing has really changed with that offense. No, the offense is definitely much. I mean, it's, it's better, it's but it's not, but it's, it's definitely not to the level where they want. So, okay. So here's, yeah, let me throw this know. out to you. If we're concerning Chicago, knowing that they have the number 10 pick and the first pick from Carolina, would it be so out, out of this world crazy to assume that they might package both of those picks in a trade with Tennessee to get Henry, knowing they already have fields, and no. then load up no, at the not bottom for, part not of the draft? Not, not for two first. No. Okay. No. Henry is not worth that. At his age, yeah. with, with all the wear and tear okay. that he's got on him, he's yeah. not worth two first. Yeah. Honestly, he's he. I mean, the best he, he can expect is probably just to get get picked up in the okay. in the off season in free agency, or or uh, take one of those picks and trade it away and move up. I, I mean, move down and grab other stuff. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they might. I, Honestly, I really think they're going to go down. Yeah, if I think they go if down they too. trade away their if they trade away their pick and mm-hmm. get a better O line. I could see right. them holding on to fields. But yeah. if they don't invest in their own line, I don't I don't see fields being there. I think they'll spend right. that top right. draft pick on yeah. uh on a top QB and possibly with the tenth pick go on with O line or defense. Yeah, so, it's my my concern is that if you restart the clock and you, it's like, all right, Kayla Williams, number one, or something like that. One, you're not getting a first for fields. You are going to be yeah. lucky to even get a second for fields. That Unfortunately, that's right. just ha- yeah. how it is. Yeah. Now, I still think fields could be the guy. But I also will admit that I don't even I don't I don't know if I trust Iberflus or uh, Luke Getzi, the offensive coordinator. And, and that's yeah. obviously just because. I think I I think they've done okay. Let let's I'll start off with that. I don't think it's been god awful. That's for, that's for sure. But I think there are points where you see it. It goes. I don't know if that was the best decision. And the moment you keep saying, I don't know if that was the best play. I don't know if that was the best adjustment. It, and it the gray area gets larger and larger and larger. And I think that's going to be the question for Ryan Poles. It goes. All right. Is it the coaching? Am I going to align with coaching here? Or am I going to align with this is the guy we need to make it work? And yeah. it makes it all the more terrible when it wasn't your choice, uh, your draft pick to begin with. So yeah. I think that's yeah. where recent history tells us they will drop them somewhere. But I still think I still think Fields can win. Do we do I think we found the right scheme for Fields? No. Yeah, see, because I'm I'm looking at Fields' stats this year, 
he only went over 250 yards three times. Yeesh. And that's it. I ain't read that. Three times. And, I mean, he had great rushing stats. I mean, he rushed for over 10 yards, what, one, uh, six times? Or rushing attempts over over 10 rushing attempts, six times. Uh, but, I mean, it, depending on what, what their scheme is, I think they're they're gonna need they're gonna need O line for sure. Interior because O-line. Fields yeah, for Fields sure. over this whole year he's been running for his life. So I don't know. I don't think they they need to keep Justin Fields. I mean he's still young. They can still trade him away for for something, you know, to somebody. But I think it's ready. I think they're they're ready to move on. Yeah, personally, yeah. especially with like the rumors that we've been hearing of them shopping him around and wanting to get rid of him, I think they're going to go with Caleb Williams with the first overall. We'll see. Wow. We'll see. Yeah, I think that's I a that's a good transition to end of season takeaways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Dad, do you yeah. do you have any any takeaways from this season, either on your team or the league as a no. whole? Not, I've already mentioned it twice. My takeaway was just the crazy inconsistency of the season. That was pretty yeah, I, I, yeah. That's my end-of-season takeaway is, like, riding the ebb and flow of fantasy this year. Because, yeah. like, to start off, I mean, we all talked about it. Like, fantasy was horrible for, like, the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No idea what was what was good, what was bad. And then after, like, week six, it was injuries, and then you didn't know who was available, who wasn't available. And that threw like a whole other wrench into like the ebb and flow of players. But like you had the rise yeah. and fall of Bijan, you had the rise and yeah. fall of Jameer Gibbs, you had the rise oh, and fall nice. of Monty, the rise and fall of AJ Brown, yeah. the rise and fall of CD. Like everyone yeah. was yeah. up and down at some point this season, and there was no predicting. Yeah. So yeah, I guess absolutely here's my question. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because I, I, I mean that that might lead into like one takeaway I have, but I don't know. I I think there's not really a specific answer for it. I think the only one I could give would just be like game plan. Like yeah, it just felt like maybe really specific game plans going in week over week, and yeah. that's always something different. Um, that that's the only thing I could say for yeah. why it was the way it, why it you know way it is. Well, and I'm I. I'm making a prediction for next year. I'm it's kind of going off of what my dad said earlier, you know, invest in running backs next year. I think you have a couple yeah. of top mm-hmm. top wide receivers, but invest in running backs because I I think next year is going to be with that ebb and flow of you know, running backs being valued and then devalued. I think next year I think they're going to be heightened on their value. So it's been especially with I mean this is something it's been two straight years of wide receivers. Yeah. 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 I mean this is I think I I think the time of wide receivers are gonna go down a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean Ethan and I talked about this for our uh running back uh uh draft uh like our rookie month uh episode where it was you're gonna have like less points per game with running backs because so we saw so many teams go, all right, we're gonna go with a one-two punch here. Like Atlanta, 
Bajan Algier, as weird as that all transpired. But Seattle, Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker, uh, I mean Zach Moss, Jonathan Taylor, um, Spears in Tennessee. Yep, Spears, Derrick Henry, Achan, Mostert, and and there's a lot of words like, all right, your points per game are going to go down, which I guess technically makes you more. Um, Monte and Jaleel. Yep, perfect one. Like, uh, it's it makes you more a little touchdown dependent. But would you rather yeah. have 15 points a game for 17 games or 20 points per game, but for like eight games? I think yeah. that was that's going to be the big question that you're going to be entering in especially into next year because, I mean, I think at this point, I think it's fair to say the 101 in redraft leagues is still going to be CMC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now the, now the question know. is, who's the 102? Who's the 103 when you see a lot of these timeshare running backs? Yeah, I, I can't. I couldn't even think about getting into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the scary part. But now, you, now it's like, okay, which team's going to load up on running back? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my my second and last thing, um, if I can just fire off both of mine, go for but it. My second thing to end off the year is about my fantasy team, but it's it's getting younger hurts and it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, over the last two years, I undertook the process of getting not just talent but young talent, so that my team can be successful beyond, and it has been painful because you can't all the way rely on them yet yeah so like jonathan taylor couldn't rely on him jameer gibbs couldn't rely on him um so your drake most, london is another example yeah drake london couldn't depend yeah. on him dk couldn't depend on him so there is so many young guys on my team that are really talented really good players yeah but you know just being young and maybe not the game plan week over week it, yeah. it, it's hard it's it was painful but i really like my team going forward i mean yeah to be honest with and you I, oh go ahead go ahead i was going to say like i think ethan's takeaway is a good reminder for me because that's what i'm going to be stepping into next year yeah, so, yeah. trying to it, get younger talent it's gonna it's it gonna get not fun yeah. yeah and you know i just want to say like overall as as a fantasy football league this is the first year where we've had a pretty straight across the board competitiveness in this league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, with the exception of um, Jacob. Jacob and Josh, Josh was 12 and two, Jacob was three and 11. With the exception of those two, all of us were within two games of each other. All the rest of us were within two games, and That's not just that, but points scored, we were all within like two hundred, two hundred, yeah, a hundred and change within you know a hundred and two hundred of each other, which is crazy because like I've never been in a league like that where it's it's been like straight across the board. It's like okay, well, these guys are getting into the playoffs because they are what less than a hundred points in points four higher than the person that has the same record as them. And it's, it's crazy. Cause like dad, you would have made it into the playoffs if you beat me once. 
right in, in that I think it was like week thirteen and or week twelve. Yeah. Everyone that you played in the playoffs and probably yeah. be the second time champion. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, for both you weeks. Probably would have. Because you you absolutely dominated in the pro postseason. It, but unfortunately in the losers bracket. But so, then again, that last game of the last season that would have qualified me, there were yeah. two guys that didn't show up. And they were the they were the coin. I mean, they were they were the money guys that you know, okay, I plug them in, they're gonna give me 20 points. And they yeah. didn't. So yeah. Cause honestly, Dad, you you probably would have knocked me out of the playoffs. Round one. Round one, you round would have taken yeah. round one. And then you, you would have knocked and then you would have knocked me out for semis. Yeah. So and then you would have beat whoever from the bottom side of the bracket in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Just because so, of Kyrie. Yeah. So you if yeah. you would have beat me, you would have been in. Which is a crazy yeah. thought. Because like that's how I mean that's how um uh, what's his name? What almost won last year, you know, right. uh, against Ashley. Philip, so yeah. that's Philip. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. But that's how Philip almost won. But right. he like he he dominated. So mm. it's mm-hmm. it's interesting how it all you know laid out. But I think this year was really competitive, and I'm I'm really happy with how this year went. Obviously, how it ended, but like how the year as a whole went. Like for the regular season, you see, you see just the because, subtle things. Just the like for him to remind everyone, oh, I, I won. By the way, yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys, you guys in case you forgot, we've only talked yeah, about it the whole episode. But yeah, I'm, we, the, yeah. I'm the champion. Guys, I'm the greatest. Yes, yeah. you're, you're, you're doing you're doing an essay where you're trying to figure out how to stretch into 300 words. So it's like, oh, I won. By the guys, way, oh, next paragraph. Oh, in, in my championship run. Yeah, I'm so glad it was so tight. You know that time when I won. Yeah. You oh, guys better get used to it because right I'm going to be saying it all year. I'm going to be saying <laughs> yeah. it every single all episode. Year. But as a whole, I think I think the regular season, just excluding playoffs, the regular season re- went really well for the league, and I think it was it was very competitive, which is what I, I love. I think it was the most in fun. a fantasy league. For, yeah, was, this was because yeah. because every week you didn't know who was going to win with the exception of, yeah. you know, Josh and his dominant it team. Was the most, but you really didn't know. Yeah, wait, stop rubbing it in, right? <laughs> well, it, for, for me, it was the most annoyed and happy I've ever been in a league. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Like, there were times when it was so much fun for me. And then there were times when I literally wanted to quit playing fantasy football. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. you that so me. frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you 100%. So, Oh no, Josh! You shut up. Twelve and two. No, because <laughs> you had one. You had no. one bitter loss. All right, all season. I don't want to hear. I want to quit playing fantasy football after I went twelve and two. You can suck it so hard, yeah. dude. I, I've gone twelve and two two years in a row. How many championships? The, the, yeah. You well, see, you the, you I, I am I building scars God. right now that will not leave it. That will that will stay here for the rest of my life. It's okay. One of these, one of these years, Josh, you'll you'll make it. Well, no, Josh. I, I, had, I had to watch Cam make it wasn't score forty this year. points last year. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you know, I want to say this is this is a perfect example again. Coming back to how this, um, how this mirrors the NFL. Um, Richter, you 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 led the whole season. You had it, and at the end, you didn't peak. 
And so yeah. You, yeah. you get like the NFL season, you got these teams that are right now doing well. And and they're coming into the playoffs. I mean, Philly's dropping a yeah. Listen, he was I, he yeah. was the Philadelphia Eagles. Josh was yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah exactly. You're just like, what in the world happened? The wheels went oh, no. off the bus. Josh, let me so. let me let me tell you like this, all right? Since you're talking about all this therapy, you're going to need when when it's, lonely, <laughs> when it's lonely and cold at night, and you're thinking back on this season. It is 40 degrees just, in Texas right now. Yeah, it's 40 degrees <laughs> in Texas, and you're yeah. just laying there. Your wife can tell you what it feels like to win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with that, that was a great episode, boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well done. Oh, well done. Oh, oh. All of my heart, Josh. Oh, that was oh, that was so well done. Oh, uh, perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, I mean, I mean, before I have before no we words that, to respond. To, yeah, to that. yeah, no, None. I have nothing. None. Before, I, I mean, I think that is a good spot to right. end the episode. Yeah. Suck it. I am. Yeah, suck it. Suck it. All right, well. and copyright. We're ending. We're ending the copyright right there. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I will just say for me, it's just nasty moves have to be made. And yeah. I should have made them. <laughs> yep. Rent hey, your gut. I, yeah. I, I did have a question. I did have a yeah. question in regards to NFL draft. Are we going to do anything regarding our podcast and yeah. in prep for the NFL draft? Yeah. yeah. yeah what do you mean? Every year it'll be me and Ryan and we can fill you in on it. Yeah. Dad, I mean, I'm down to do Dad, that. We're actually. Yeah. And hey. If you want to get in on like uh, draft prep and all of that, like doing yeah, yeah. week and all of that, we, we want another person. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we want another person on. Yeah, so okay. we can well, uh, shoot we can me make messages. Shoot me messages, and if we can make it work, great. Okay. But I know, definitely know that first yeah. that first round, first couple of rounds, maybe I'll see yeah. what I can do to. We, we to might have stay to change like early morning Saturdays for you because yeah, I'm gonna I be think, my work stuff too. Well, Earlier in the, I, well, I we will can, tell we you. can talk about this yeah. after the pod. Yes. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. talk about it afterwards. Thank you but... all. Thank you all. That's the season. All yeah. right. One of us is happy uh, about it. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening, and uh, thank you for tuning in and watching our end of the year podcast. We really appreciate all of the uh, listening to our podcast and watching us. Um, and all of the support. Um, so thank you for all of that. You can find us anywhere that you uh, get your podcasts. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, all of that. And you can find us at any of our social medias at Last Place FP. That's Facebook, Twitter, well, X now, and Instagram. All at Last Place FP. So thank you guys. Ethan, go ahead. Yep. Well, for the, the only one time he's happy to, to say, the, no, the, <laughs> the only time I'm going to change it up is sometimes you're the champion and sometimes you're also Ryan. And sometimes both those things are happening at the same time, but it'll be the only time that I say this. Mm. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.